Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we're committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity amongst divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Now on today's episode, we're going to talk about, you got certified. Now, what do you do? What do you do? (laughs) I got my paper. I got a logo I can put on my website. Now what the hell do I do? I don't know. (laughs) And this is something that we hear all the time, right? Individuals who are coming out, got their certification, did all their education and training as a foundation for the work that they're doing as divorce professional coaches. And now I got to get clients. I have to set up my business. What am I doing? Where am I going? How is it all going to work? So there's so much excitement when you first do it, right? And you think you're going to have this, it's going to go beautifully. And then, then uh, yeah, I'm going to make $10,000 a month, probably starting in 60 or 90 days, right? It's yeah, just gonna it's gonna blow up. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was that simple. I wish it was that simple too. I don't know about you. That was not my experience. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my experience at all. And you know, I I did come from first the field of alternative dispute resolution process. I was practicing as a mediator. So I already had a sort of a thriving practice within the divorce space mm-hmm. in my work as a Supreme Court certified family mediator. Now I was introducing divorce coaching and how how does that change too? So that was another issue is for people who come out who may or may not have already been in the divorce space. How then do you separate that? And how do I market myself differently? And what does that right. look like? So there was certainly a lot to navigate. And yeah. and 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 there was a lot of fear, honestly. Right? Of course. Well, and for me, I was coming out of divorce thinking. I got to make money. What am I going to do? What mm-hmm. am I going to do? I got bills to pay. This girl's got bills to pay. Yeah. And I, I was just listening to my CDFA, my attorney, my trauma therapist, all giving me feedback about what they thought I was good at. Mm-hmm. And I found divorce coaching. And I thought, that's the career for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so I was the kind of person that wanted to take my own personal experience where I made divorce harder and more expensive than it needed to be yeah. and help other people. So I was building a business from scratch. Yeah. From and scratch. And and then you get that shiny object syndrome. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. It's, it's a, a, a understandable thing that happens when you come out, right? You're super gung ho. You're super excited. You have high expectations and then you're like, okay, so you're starting to build a practice. You have need some money to build that practice, right? So often a lot of people come into this with a certain budget, Mm -hmm. you know, that they're saying and end up spending a lot of money building a website or frustrated Mm -hmm. in terms of what their marketing message is and then reaching out into some of these, you know, get rich 
quick schemes that often we see of people out there who are selling, well, you can make tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. a month as a divorce coach, either right. a, a buy my $10,000 business coaching package, and you'll yes. be rich instantly. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and it often saddens me, right? Because you're already starting off sort of with a limited uh, uh, financial uh, uh, kind of nutshell. And now you're sort of saying, I'm going to put all this money into it because I'm hoping for results. Right. right? Somebody who's going to tell me how I can easily, you know, fine tune my marketing message and set up my business practice. And then all of a sudden these clients are just going to appear. They're just going to appear. Mm-hmm. And I wish it, I wish it were that easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, it takes a while to refine who you are mm-hmm. as a divorce coach. And we watch people go through this all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, most coaching programs have you spend some time on your why and mm-hmm. your who and defining your niche. Like what's mm-hmm. your special sauce, right? Yeah. What do you bring to the table? That's unique about you. And you spend some time doing that. But honestly, that evolves over some time. Mm -hmm. Right. But I don't know about you. Well, you had an existing practice. I started my divorce coaching practice on a card table Mm -hmm. with a computer that I bought used Mm -hmm. while I was living with my brother because I couldn't afford my own place. Yeah, that was I had zero dollars for marketing. Mm -hmm. I taught myself WordPress. I built my own website. Mm -hmm. So you can do it that way too. Yeah. Um, But I, you know, I think one of the things I do when I mentor new coaches um, and they, they come to me and talk to me, it's like, do I need to do every kind of social media? Do I need to hire a web designer? Do I need a logo? Do I need all these things that we spend time talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Let's focus. And, and, and for, right. you know, me tab, I mean, I am like social media is my nemesis. Absolutely. Uh, I, I can spend hours and hours and hours and hours trying to fine tune the perfect picture and the perfect message to then with the hope that I'm going to reach out to all of these people. We know, listen, right. there is a huge pool of potential clients. This is the reality. We know that close to 50% is going down a little, right? Mm-hmm. But close to 50% of everybody who gets married will get divorced. So there is certainly a very large pool of people that we can speak to. But right. then how much time we're spending in trying to reach those clients, you can spend hours and hours and hours doing this mm-hmm. and then not be able to then actually reach the client. And then once you can get potential interest, how do you then convert that client to a, that, that potential client right. to an actual paying client. So then you can start generating income. Working with them. Right. And so, and and making money and making money. And so, you know, that's an intro course we offer that, that I taught. So Mm -hmm. a foundational class we have is consults to clients, having conversations that convert. Yeah. So it's a, it's a one hour class. It's in the on-demand library for what, 25 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And and it is such a powerful, powerful 60 minute packed and 
informative and extremely helpful. Of course, I'm not just saying that because we offer in divorce coaches. I mean, Deborah, you're awesome. And you did an amazing job in sharing that information. But I think it is a limitation that happens. Also, we have to see ourselves, right? So it's not just that we are really good at what we do being divorce coaches, but now you have to sell that value proposition to the individuals who you're reaching into. And for many, that is even more of a fear, right? Because this passion, I came into this field because I'm extremely passionate. I want to change the face of divorce for individuals and help them get through this in the most meaningful and positive way. Now I have to ask for $800. Yeah. Now you have to, you have to sell it. I want, I want your credit card number. Yeah. How am I going to do that? So, um, so if that's a hurdle that you're facing, that's a great course. Yeah. Um, and I think realistically, it's a huge hurdle for a lot of people who come in. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And and you have these, I call the reason we called the class Conversations That Convert is you can have conversations that convert. It's not just your discovery calls, right? And yeah. and one of the things we cover in the class is what's the difference between a mini session, a discovery call, a consult call? They're different. You're setting different expectations for the client. So be clear about that. But you're also having conversations that could convert when you're at your hairdresser, mm-hmm. when you're at the gym, when you're at the dentist or your massage therapist. These are all also opportunities to have conversations that convert or mm-hmm. that are um, grassroots marketing, which is another class that, that Tracy teaches. So, you know, kind of circling back to that shiny object syndrome. Talk a little bit about Tracy is the queen of grassroots marketing. Like literally put your tiara on right now because this is your jam. Yeah, I I am a huge grassroots marketer. I and and this this has come out of a lot of experience, right? A lot of you know trying different models on and finding which one produced the best results for me and the work that I did as a divorce coach and continue to do. I still do this. So as I said, social media was my nemesis, right? I was mm-hmm. sort of jumping. I I was enamored by all of these people had these beautiful posts and great pictures and great videos. And, and, and this was, you know, okay, I've been practicing for a while now. So it wasn't even as we've seen over the years, social media has even grown more, right? I I'm not on TikTok. I don't do a real, I, 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 if you you appreciate the divorce coaches Academy, uh, Instagram feed or anything that is not Tracy, (laughs) just saying, Deborah, does an amazing job. And and one of the reasons why Deborah does such an amazing job is Deborah comes from a background in marketing and and streamlined messaging. That wasn't my skill set, right? When I came into this, I recognized immediately that wasn't my skill set. But what my skill set is, is providing value in the work that I do and, and understanding who was my reach. And when I first started, I was sort of um, my initial clients were referring them to me. And when I talk about grassroots marketing, really the, the, the client that you just worked with who experienced amazing value with you, mm. that you actually helped them transform their experience. They are your 
best marketer. I'm going to say they're a hundred times better than any amazing, beautiful picture on Instagram. Mm -hmm. They're the one. So when the work that I do with clients, my always, my hope was, is that they had such a, a, an incredible experience and the work that we did together in our partnership, mm -hmm. right? Cause I didn't tell them what to do. I supported right. them and guided them through this process for them to be able to accomplish their goals. What is that? Any time then in their sphere, in their mm -hmm. world, that anybody who, a friend, a family, a colleague who said they were getting divorced, what I was hoping for was that they said, you need to talk to Tracy. Right. And, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Just like when you eat at a restaurant and you had the most amazing Chilean sea bass mm. and you cannot wait to tell everyone you know, you're texting everyone, have you guys tried the Chilean sea bass at XYZ restaurant? It's to die for, right? Yeah. And yeah. so that's all grassroots marketing is. Yeah, and, and, and that's telling your friends yes. about your great experience. Absolutely. That that was my calling card. They mm -hmm. were my marketing vehicle. And, right. and 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 it was exemplary in terms of how it happened because the I at the time was living in in Florida and I was practicing as a family mediator in Florida. But I didn't have any clients in Florida. <laughs> My clients were in California, Chicago, New York. And, right. and again, those were some of my initial leads initial clients. And then it, it just multiplied from there in terms of my reach. Your reach. And, and that was it. And, it, and I continue to build my practice as in a grassroots marketing model. Right. As opposed to me, oh, um, I build mine mostly online via social media and being on podcasts and blogging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that brings up a really good point. Like I have a colleague that I graduated, we got our certifications with. And I remember at the end of our class, we were all talking about kind of how we were going to go about setting up our practice. Mm -hmm. And I said, I intend to have a practice that is fully online and international. Mm -hmm. That is how I started out from the beginning that I wanted it to be high tech, that I wanted it to be online. And that was my intention. So I set up a website right away, I did automated scheduling, that was the way I intended it to be. Mm -hmm. My colleague, said, I don't do tech. I am having a one page website that says call me. <laughs> and she did all her networking. She lives in a state where collaborative divorce is very popular. And she did all her networking with mental health professionals. That's her background. Mm -hmm. And collaborative divorce professionals. And she does mm -hmm. all her meetings in person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she is just as successful as I am. Yeah, yeah. So being true to yourself, you know, again, back to that shiny object, if you don't do social media, don't yeah. do social media. Yes. If you're not a website person, put up a one page website, call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I, I really want to echo that, Deb, because there's no one right way, but it's capitalizing and maximizing your strengths. Right. right? Be you. You will never be successful if you're not your self. Yeah. And don't and, swim upstream. Yeah. And one of the other things that I also 
learn from experience in terms of is, you know, when you're, you're in the program and yes, you need to define who you're speaking to because you can't speak to everyone. But one of the challenges I experienced in terms of defining my niche market, right? So I was this 40 year old woman who came at this, I was going to market to 40 plus year old women who left their careers to be stay at home moms and are now finding themselves engaging in the divorce process and potentially having to go back to work. And, and, and that was, that was my messaging. That was where I originally started. And I have to tell you the first few clients that I got were men (laughs) and, and go ahead, make a plan. (laughs) Right. And now I was like, wait a minute, I would, those are people who I weren't even targeting. I don't even know if this is going to be, you know, uh, it kind of, it, it, it totally turned upside down what right. my digital thought process was. And in that experience, I have to tell you, I was like, no, I've completely overdefined my niche mm-hmm. because I absolutely enjoyed the experience of working mm-hmm. with these men, which then again, created this opportunity where more men were coming to me based on my work with them. And, and I really then kind of fine tuned my message more to the alternative dispute resolution process. That was my focus in divorce coaching rather than who was coming to me more right. so what their need was what rather than whether they were male or female mm-hmm. or middle-aged or gray-aged, whatever it was. Right. And that is a perfect example of how our niche kind of morphs over time. It's really a matter of developing your voice. Yeah. What is your voice? Mm-hmm. And that's why you know, hiring this or that business coach who's going to tell you how to do things in their voice. Yes. Sometimes isn't the best strategy for you. It's what's Mm -hmm. your voice. You know, Tracy and I talk all the time. She does her scheduling by her on her own with a pen and paper, which I think is ridiculous, but whatever. (laughs) Well, I actually do do use a Google calendar. (laughs) Sure you do. Sure you do. I think you use a pen. Well, Um, there are lots of post-its around my office if you want me to look. (laughs) But but we laugh about this, right? Whereas I use an online scheduler because we are different people and we're allowed to choose what works for us. Mm-hmm. And it's important. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think, again, I want to sort of highlight what you said in terms of identifying your strengths. Yeah. Right. And, and listen, I think, listen, we're coaches, right? I'm a divorce coach. You're a divorce coach. We're transition recovery coaches. We're pre-mediation divorce coaches. So I love the concept of coaching. Right. Right. But when we sort of don't look at where we're at, right, somebody else is not going to magically create, wave a a wand, sprinkle some fairy dust and create that for you. Oh, man. You need to create it. Right. So that understanding the foundations and getting the information in the most accessible and affordable way, which is what Divorce Coaches Academy is all about, is in terms of you don't have to throw out thousands of dollars to start learning the skills Mm -hmm. or or identifying the skills. Like you said, you have great marketing skills. I I needed to build and understand what that was for me and how it was going to best work for me. Right. 
So as, as coaches, coming back around to that, what do we do for our clients? We help them self-discover the yeah. best solution or decision for themselves. Yes. So what do we need to do for ourselves as coaches? Mm -hmm. Find someone to help us self-discover that. And so yeah. I just want to bring up one more offering that we have, which is a case consultation and mastermind group yes. that yeah. meets twice a month mm -hmm. that you can join anytime mm -hmm. where coaches come in, right? And you can talk a little bit more. It's it's reflective practice. It's a safe space where we do what with, with coaches? They come in yeah. and... Yeah, we're helping them sort of discuss cases, right? Or and and we see reflective practice and and clinical case consultation in every other arena and we don't have a formalized process for in divorce coaches. Mm -hmm. So we there is an intent there to provide a safe space to be able to get the support here other cases. Now, uh, I say this all the time. No divorce is exactly the same. Divorces are unique to the individual who's experiencing them. They're all like snowflakes, yep. right? So we're constantly being flexible and adaptable to their process and supporting them and their goals. But often we hit some roadblocks sometimes or wonder, did I... Did I do that right? Did I say that right? Did I offer the right process in supporting the, uh, my client and working in case consultation? You not only are hearing from other coaches who might be experiencing similar things, yep. you're also being supported in that reflective practice. Right. It, it, so it kind of is a, a twofold, uh, we're hitting it at multiple ends, right? So yeah. coaches and developing, continuing to develop their clinical skills while also being in a community that's supportive where those individuals are also learning from the experience of others. Of others. And and we're doing some, some self-discovery of who they want to be as coaches as well. Like just mm -hmm. this week when we met, um, we helped one of the coaches kind of dive into what she really wanted to offer as yeah. a coach and helped her self-discover what mm -hmm. did she really want to offer as a program? She wasn't really clear. She wasn't satisfied. Yeah. With she, was, she was for sure struggling. And, struggling and with what she wanted. And so by doing reflective practice and asking her questions and, and really coaching her, mm -hmm. she was able to come out of the group on Tuesday night. With a clearer vision of who she wanted to be as a coach and what she wanted to offer as a program, as a product yeah, yeah, for her clients. And she felt really good about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That she was engaging in sort of these one offers, not having that continuation of work, which was right. frustrating for her and, and frustrating, I think, also for her clients. And yeah. And her ability to sort of reflect back on that and say, yeah, 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 this isn't meeting my needs and it's not meeting the client's needs. Where am I going with this? And I think right. she's now on a, a really nice track of absolutely you know, finding that for herself. And 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 I think it was also served as a wonderful learning opportunity for others who were in that that group yeah. with us. Yeah, in, I agree. Development. Yeah, well, there's so much. There's, there's so, so much. I know you and I could could talk about this absolutely forever. Um, but if any of this resonated with you, you know, please, uh, in the show notes, there'll be a link to the website, check out some of the classes we mentioned today, which are grassroots marketing, 
uh, consults to clients, and then check out the case consultation group. Uh, We appreciate you joining us today for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce coach professionals find us and it adds to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media so you can be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact and create a thriving practice as a professional divorce coach. We'll see you then. 